0: you <laughs> Hey moms, welcome to episode two of season one. Hey, today we are talking about opinion overload. Because we are in a season of all the opinions. All, right? Yes, all the opinions. COVID, racism politics. It's an election year. Going back to school are so hot right now. Yes. And everybody has an opinion. And like, nobody's sitting on the sidelines on this one. Everybody has an opinion about it. Because we're sure there. we're not sure there's going to be a uh, full football. So we're like, well, I might as well get in the game right now. I mean, come on. Football. That's a big one. That is. Yes. What, you know, are they, are we going to play sports? We're going to play sports. Yes. Yeah. All the sports. So what else do you feel like, let's like take a breath and not talk about it. <laughs> All those super hot topics for a second. What do you feel like people always have opinions about? Oh, girl, I'm about to throw it down. Gluten. Y'all, listen, so many opinions about gluten. Sometimes I just feel real guilty about having a flour tortilla. Oh, you shouldn't. <laughs> I do. But you do have gluten problems. Okay, stop it. We are not talking <laughs> about my problems. Okay, just because my body doesn't like it doesn't mean that I don't want to have it. I know. But you should be able to eat your gluten guilt-free and <sighs> suffer the consequences later. I like corn, but sometimes you just need flour. I know. Yes. Um, I feel like... There's opinions about how much screens people your kids should watch. Oh, you know where I stand on that. <laughs> you can never have too much. <laughs> if kids should be allowed to play contact sports. Uh, we're doing it this year. Come yeah. on. Yes. Yeah. Go hit somebody. But there's so much out there about. telling tell my son, go hit somebody. <laughs> Do they have pads? Do they not have pads? that yes. You know. Yes. After that documentary came out. Girl, we bought the most ridiculously expensive helmet. It's not even funny. Did you really? I did. But th- they said if there's any part of the equipment that they need that's super, you know, legit it's the helmet so well i'm confused by that because when we were in school that you got like the standard order whatever the school gave you okay but see this is for my child that's in sixth grade so oh, it's not technically a school okay sport. so it's like a select it's thing. a select thing okay yes y'all don't judge me out there i know there are those of you thinking these things but he needs this okay he needs to get some anger out so we are playing football <laughs> Well see, I think that's great. But that you know, there are so many people that yes. are like, Your children should not be playing contact sports. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So what I'm curious about is if you have anything that's a spicy opinion, where it's like you have kind of a spicy take on something that maybe not everybody agrees with. Because I have one and mine is that whole you have to drink your whole body weight and water every day. <laughs> We I totally tried to do that this summer and you I could do? not do it. No, listen, I think that's junk science. I think that is junk science. I don't know where they got that from. I, I honestly think that sometimes my body is just craving water. And so I'm always like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start drinking in the morning. I'm going to drink all day. I'm going to be super hydrated. My skin's going to be glowy no, and but happy. Then you're peeing all the time. I pee all the time anyway. Well, it's miserable. It's just absolutely miserable. My husband just tried to do this again where he was like, and you have to compute because it's, I think it's like your body weight or half your body weight. It's like some. It's a lot of ounces. Okay. And then you have to carry those big giant bottles around. Okay. Say, keep drinking. Don't stop. No. You can do it. And we're in the middle of COVID. Y'all don't need to be touching (laughs) bathrooms that much. Listen, I think about the olden days. Okay, like people that were super healthy way back in the day were not walking around with a camelback full of water so that they drank all day long. (laughs) They had like a well with like a cup. They got a sip. (laughs) When When God made your body, he made you have hunger and thirst feelings. When you feel those feelings, eat and drink. When you don't fill them, don't. I feel like you're giving me permission to have Dr. Pepper. Sure. Yeah. You're basically saying, do you I want. don't have to have all the water. Dr. Pepper has water in it. Give me the caffeinated Yeah, you're beverage. good. Check. Mm-hmm. That's my spicy right, take. I feel great, I man. that whole water yeah, thing I feel well. so good right now. Okay. Now, I have an opinion about an opinion that you have. <gasps> Ooh. So, I think, and I know this is going to offend somebody. I'm really sorry. We can all have our opinions about that's this. Right, that's this right. This is a spicy take. You do what you want. Grace. I think it's kind of weird when adults go to Disney without children. (laughs) Okay. This is my favorite thing to do. My husband and I love to go to Disney without children. And I have side-eyed y'all. The whole time. I can take it. Give me the side-eye. Because when you can go ride a roller coaster without a child next to you and just live your best life. It is amazing. If I'm spending that money, I am parking my honey on a beach. Well, okay, so that's why you do both, right? <laughs> let's do Disney and the beach, okay, right? But let's double down on this. My real opinion has to do with people. See, I'm just going to offend some people, but y'all do you, okay? That's right, that's They're right. going to do things that I don't yes. agree with. But when you have, like, matching shirts... <gasps> I love them. No, sure. It's just a husband and wife at Disney with matching shirts. Okay. See, my husband won't do it. He is totally against that. But you would be in on that? Partly because he doesn't like wearing t-shirts but I would totally wear, okay, you know, this is part of me. I like to twin. I like to buy similar things. If you have shoes and I have shoes, I want to wear them on the same day. Nope. Yes. I love it. Nope. I think that whole thing is my favorite. That's my my spicy take. Okay. But see, here's the thing. So, um, you have to find those things in life that you just find great joy in. Okay. Uh And I have great joy in roller coasters and I have great joy in going my speed. And when you go with kids, your Disney speed is totally different. Okay. So when I go with my husband, I mean, we have got it calculated down to the second. Really? We are riding every coaster with minimal lines multiple times. And then we are back home by two o'clock when it gets super hot. And we are like, score. (laughs) We got it. See, that is so funny to me because that does not sound appealing at all. The only reason I would ever go to Disney is for my kids. If I'm ever going to go on a vacation, I'm going to be like out At the beach, hiking, (laughs) in the mountains, something like that, you know? So there's this thing called a Disney cruise
1: that takes you
0: to a beach. Nope, nope, that's weird to me. And you get off the boat and you sit on your beach. No, it is weird to me to think about watching animated Disney movies with my husband in a cruise room. (laughs) I did not mean to lean into this so hard, but I do. I have weird feelings about it. You know what? I love you anyway, and I can handle your opinion. Okay, it's not going to bother me. You do you. All well, me. and I love you, and I'm so glad that you love it. Yes, I really do. I yes. think it's awesome. We totally, I think do. it's awesome. And the other thing is, I'm just not that into roller coasters anymore. Oh, like yeah. I don't know what happened to me, but after I had babies, like I can't even swing on the swing set too high. <gasps> it starts to make my stomach rumble. Because you had a baby, I don't are know. Jiggly, what's happening? Okay, it's not jiggly. I mean, there are <laughs> jiggly bits here. Okay, but it's like my stomach starts to turn circles on the swing. I kind of think it's fun. Like part of that, like stomach feeling. Yeah, it's kind of fun for See, me. See, I love that, and that must be the other reason that I'm just like, mm, you know, like I'm not a big. I'm not gonna buy season tickets to Six Flags. Yeah. and no. Okay, I got a spicy thought. Now that you're talking about it, you ready okay, for my yeah. spicy thought? And yeah. it's gonna, you're, it's gonna come at you. Is it? <laughs> okay, let me brace myself. All you people that think you gotta have a suburban, not a minivan, because it's so much cooler. Okay, I am still driving my minivan, but I do not. I'm not happy about but it. You disdain it. I you do would disdain. Rather it. have the suburban. Correct. Mm. The van is not mm. cool. It, it is so practical. The suburban door does not slide open like the minivan. You're correct. And until I have children that are fully capable of opening their doors all on their own. Without slamming them into the car next to you. Yes. Yes. Like, I will not every be. time we get out of my husband's truck, he says, Don't hit the car next to us. Uh, it's like an automatic yeah. response on him because he's so scared. Yeah. I don't ever have to say that. No, I I do. I am ashamed. And I'm so <laughs> glad that you're not ashamed <laughs> that you drive your minivan proudly. I'm so proud. I remember when y'all got your first one and like you had had it for like a week or something. And you said, We went out to dinner and the valet driver drove our minivan and he was like, This is the coolest <laughs> car. <I've ever laughs> This is the coolest car I've ever been in, and I was like, "You thought that, that is was the so great." Only, that is the only drawback is if you go to a restaurant with a valet, I am embarrassed for the valet because okay. that's drive what was in minivan. my mind. That's what okay. I was thinking. But I go to a restaurant like that once a year. Okay, so the practical side of me is like, for the other yeah. time of the year, yeah. I'm gonna drive this minivan and be so proud. Well, mm. and you have a nice new one. Mm. You can support yours. See, that's the thing. You're you're selling me out here because now people know that not only have I purchased one <laughs> minivan in my Two. life, but I have she purchased. Double- down on it and it has in two minivans. No. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna one run this one into the ground and then I'm upgrading to a real person. Okay, car. but here's the deal. I can be friends with you suburban moms. Okay. Yes. I can do it. Well I know that you might think less of me uh uh-huh. behind my back. No with my minivan. No, don't think but less it's of all you at all. Right. It's about me. It's not about what I think about you. Ooh, really? I feel like you're hitting on something here. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> does this have a point? It does. Nope. Sorry. Wish it did. No, it does. That's the thing about opinions though. You know, like when I spout my opinion, yeah, it's, it's because I want someone to hear me talk. Yes. And that's so good. you have to be able to receive that opinion with the idea that, look, if this does not apply to me or I don't want it to, yes, then I'm out. Yes. I'm not going to take that. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, that actually segues us into talking a little bit about. All of these opinions that are out there, right? so many. Because everyone is so ramped up right now about all things COVID, like the benefits of masks or Mm -hmm. lack thereof of masks and online learning or in-person learning and is the government reporting or misreporting infection numbers? Is there a conspiracy? All the conspiracy theories. My news feed used to be filled with cute kids and families. (laughs) Puppy videos. And now it's like, actually it is filled with puppy videos because everybody got a dog during COVID. Well, they did. (laughs) Um, I, I can't believe we both held out and we did did not fall yeah, did not, not succumb to that not doing it but it's so hyper political and divisive and yes. it is just a whip yes so see I'm a news watcher yeah so my news feed I don't know that I just don't look at that stuff on social media but I watch every news program that right is out there and I record it and I go back through and I fast forward you love the news I love it now tell me why do you feel like 'Cause like I internalize that stuff and it gets me turned. You know, where I start feeling anxious or worried about things. And it just kind of, like, rolls off your back. What do you think that is? Well, for some reason, my personality enjoys all the information. Mm -hmm. I feel like I almost feel more comforted when I know what everybody's saying. Yeah. Like, I want to know what CDC says. And I want to know what Dr. Fauci says. And I want to know what the government's saying. And I want to know what the school system's saying. I don't know. I just like to know all the things. For some reason, it doesn't get in me. Like, I can still disagree with those people Uh or not accept their opinions. And it really doesn't bother me. But okay. it bothers me more if I don't know what's out there. Okay, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because me, on the other hand, I do like information. But with this whole thing, everything is so conflicting that I'm kind of just like ready just to bury my head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, nope, it's too much. Yes, There's too much. Nobody really knows. <laughs> True. You know, one day we should wear a mask, one day we shouldn't Jesus wear a mask. Does. right. Right. Yes. And so it's just like, oh, dang, I can't, you know, and I guess what's really bothering me right now is just the like hate Mm. being spewed for other people's opinions. Yes. And how, you know, somebody can post something that's like, oh, I thought this article was helpful. And man, you just get blasted. Yes. Blasted. You know, and I hate to call out the Karens, but you know, that's kind of what (laughs) we're dealing with is these Karens jump on your comments and all of a sudden there's like this huge firestorm and you're like dang isn't it funny when you're going through social media and you see someone post something and there's not very many comments comments yet and you're like oh yeah I'm circling back yeah (laughs) I'm gonna come back in an hour and this thing's gonna be so full because you know, you know, people are just waiting for the opportunity to jump in and say well, what yeah. They think. And there's plenty of people that like know that's about to go down, so they'll just be like, you know, put in like here for it or watching, you know, just so they get <laughs> the following. Notifi- yes, the people said following, so they get the notifications. Oh, that is they like, so funny. I don't like that drama. Honestly, it makes me feel sad. Like yes. the anger and the just like yes. These things that people will spew, like, anonymously on the internet, you know? Yes, yes. Um, and things that I think that some of us were like, if they want to do it that way, let them. But for somebody else, it's like the end of the world for them to not be able to say what they think. yes. Well, I just wonder, like, are you having a heart attack on the <laughs> other side of the street? Like, do we need to call 911? Yes. Like, I'm really concerned for yes. your health right now yes. because you seem to be turned up about this. Yes. No, know? that's so true. You can totally see it in their words, their exclamation points. Yes. Their, mm. yes. And then they come back and they comment again. It's like, one's not enough. Reply to, reply to, reply to. Yes. And emojis. Yeah, Now like got emojis with the red face and the, you yes. know. And if I have to use a red face emoji, that's like once a century. I've what? i never used it. I feel like I have. I don't remember why, but I have. But I would never, you know, you just think about, like, I just, I don't think I would ever do that on social, like, right. in, in talking to somebody. Right. Um, and I know it sounds like I'm being judgmental, but I guess I felt like even God convicted me about this because I, I can, of course, catch myself being like, oh, well, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. They shouldn't see it that way or they shouldn't think that way. And we are all susceptible to getting angry. Yes. Um, with our own opinions, you know, and kind of like categorizing people and saying, well, all those people are idiots, you know? <laughs> And what are your categories, Kate? Do we <laughs> no, have categories? Nope, not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because that's something, you know, that I'm really having to work through is I can't be part of that culture. Right. I cannot step into that. So this is so funny. So um, I was thinking about, I, I came across the story of Jonah yes. last week and God showed me something I'd never seen before that I want to share with you. So for our listeners, you know, hopefully you've heard the story of Jonah somewhere along the way. But if you haven't, here's a very quick recap. Oh, strap in so this is gonna rock your world yeah the book of jonah is maybe like four chapters long right it's deep in the old testament and uh so it's just this little story about uh god's a made for tv movie too it I is mean, come on it's this could crazy. be good stuff wait is there not a movie i feel like it no, could be we a got really Noah. Movie. i don't think we got jonah okay because i need somebody to like i need to see what their imagined thinks. imagination the cg thinks. version of being inside a fish <laughs> Cause I remember, I think seeing a movie as a kid, and it was like he had like lit a fire. You mean Jaws? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> he like had a little fire inside the whale, like in the belly yes. of the whale, so he could see. That's right. And I can't remember what that movie is, but you know, thinking so about, about that, tales, you're like, what that could. Be? <laughs> right? Did he get heartburn? Right. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that's how it went down. Okay. Yes, okay. But so the story of Jonah is God calls him to go to the people of Nineveh and tell them to repent. And Jonah's like, I'm not doing it. I hate those people. Mm -hmm. So he gets on a boat going the wrong way. Well, as the boat is out there, a huge storm comes. It starts to go down. And Jonah ends up saying, y'all got to throw me overboard because I'm the reason that this storm is here. So the guys throw him overboard. And when he goes into the water, he's swallowed by a big fish, which we always picture as a whale. But who knows? You know, are you saying it's Nemo? What is most small? Exactly. It has to be a whale. Okay, but um, it's not necessarily a whale. It doesn't tell us it's a whale. It says it's a big fish. So I don't I'm going know. with a blue whale. Aren't they the biggest whales in the ocean? I'm going with a blue whale. Okay, Rebecca. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> he gets swallowed by a blue whale, and he's inside of this sucker for three days, and at some point he repents. Well, I would too. Uh-huh, and he's like, I mean, I'm real sorry, guys. Get me out of the smelly fish. <laughs> so the whale spits him out on the shore and he says- Which, that's a whole experience, Oh, right? can you even imagine? Right? Oh, man. You wake yes, up dude. on that shore. Okay. Okay. So then God's like, you need to go to Nineveh. And he's begrudgingly like, okay, fine. All right. Why are you not excited, dude? You just came out oh of a fish. Oh my gosh. Be he like, just, praise the Lord, I am alive and on ground. Jonah is like a 12-year-old preteen. Yes. Just ticked off about life. He needs to play football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so angry, so he goes to the people of Nineveh and he tells them, "You need to repent, or God's gonna like rain down terror on you." And they do; they completely amazing. repent. They turn from their ways. It's just absolutely amazing. And Jonah is so ticked off, and he's mad because he knew that God was gonna do it. And so in Jonah four, it says um, that he's angry and he talks to God, and he said, "I knew that you were a God of steadfast love and loving kindness, <laughs> and that's why I didn't want to do this." And he so mad and um god answers him and he says does that anger do well for you and you just have this moment where you're like oh you just got told god to do." because i picture i almost picture this like dr phil Uh uh-huh like jonah because that's dr phil's famous line like how's that working for you you know i don't watch dr phil you watch dr phil I mean no! My mom did when I was a kid. Oh, okay. But that's his famous we line in *The Restless*. Okay, moving on. That's Dr. Phil's famous line. How's that working for How's you? How's that working for you? Whatever bad choice you're making, you know he says, "How's that working for you?" So I picture, you know, God-like Dr. Phil and Jonah in the other hot seat. Oh my seat, gosh! You Here it is made for TV movie. I'm we already saying. got our two characters. But when you watch Dr. Like Efron and Dr. Phil. <laughs> When you watch Dr. Phil, you're watching the person like in the hot seat and you're like, this person just does not get it. Like they, they don't get it. They are so in the wrong about all these things. And you they know? can't see it. They're totally blinded by it. Totally blinded by it. And you know, you have God, Dr. Phil, look at him and say, how's that anger working for you? You know? Yes. Because it doesn't. It doesn't. That anger is not working for him. That anger got Jonah thrown off a boat, in the belly of a fish, thrown into the sea with these people that he doesn't like, you know, then his story goes on, he gets sits under this tree that gets eaten by a worm, it's all just banana pants. But so, you know, you have this situation, you go, you know what, Jonah, really, that anger is not working for you. And I guess my question to America right now on social media yes. is how's that anger working for you? Yeah. Because it's not working for any of us. No. Anger's not the solution. It distracts you from the real issue, right? Isn't it that you're like, you're you're taking this emotion that's out of control. Yeah. And you're letting it rile you up to the point that you are no good to anybody. You're not thinking logically. No. You're not caring about anybody but yourself. Right. And then you're totally missing the opportunity to see the good and the truth and even just uh, the love and compassion that you could have for somebody else that might have a different opinion than you. 100% because if you look at the situation with uh, with Jonah God was you know the God of steadfast love yes. and compassion and loving kindness. And He says, "Slow to anger, yes. abounding in mercy." That's right. Yes. And that's who He wants to be to people. You right. know, and that's who He wants to be through us. That anger just gives us heartburn and headaches and keeps us up at night and alienates people. There's no, there's no good that comes from it, right? So, so interestingly, um, I have been praying in this season where it's everybody has these opinions. We don't know what's going on. I've been praying um, for wisdom. For myself and for others. And uh, so, you know, of course I love James one twenty two that says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives without reproach. You know, because I love that, that if we don't have wisdom, we just say, God, I need wisdom. And he just throws it down, Right. And he's eager to do it. Yeah, He's not like, he doesn't have it like in a vault where he's like, no, I'm only handing it out to those people that have shown me they can do the right thing. No, he actually wants to give that wisdom to anybody who yes. asks. Yes. Give us understanding, God. And so, um, I don't know if you know this, but then in James three, it goes on and it starts, it goes deeper into wisdom from above and what that wisdom looks like. And I'm going to read this whole little part because I think it's going to just jump off the page. The difference between what, what the world is offering us and what the wisdom from God is offering us and just how different those are. We're ready. Give it okay. to us. So this is James three thirteen, and it says, who is wise and understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom meekness. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. Everybody should want that. Well, and I thought about our last episode, episode one, we talked about being out of control and being in disorder. And when we are looking to wisdom from the world and and getting it from there of what we can figure out and what we can find out, it says here that there will be disorder and Bless our hearts, don't we? Feel like we're living in that right now. That's right. But when we turn to God and we say, you know what? We don't know what to do. We don't know what the answer is. But we know that you have the wisdom and we can trust you with it. Then look at the payoff. The payoff is peace and mercy and good fruits and a harvest of righteousness. You know, that's what I want. Yes. And so we are in this situation where everybody has opinions. You know, we have all this news coming out all of the time, and it's like, dang, what do I even believe, you know? And so I I want us to think about like, how do we, what do we do better then? like, how do we approach this? We're, we're still going to be in this for a bit where everybody's going to have these opinions about COVID, about race, about politics and things like that. So what can we do better? How do we handle it better? I think one thing we can do is not feel like we're the one that has to answer that opinion. Mm. You know, when somebody puts something out online and they are sharing their opinion, they really didn't ask me to comment on that or to respond. Yeah. And sometimes I just need to go, you know what, I'm glad you shared, but, or, you know, just step back and don't feel this need to like put forth your opinion or reject them or give different information. Yeah. Just go, God, you speak to their heart. God, you show them what you want them to hear, but I'm more interested in what God has to say than what they have to say. Right. It's not my job to fix everybody on the internet. And honestly, you know, has anybody ever been changed by what somebody commented on social media? (laughs) Let's be serious. You know, well, if it was a gather post, I'm pretty sure it would change (laughs) the world, but you know, politics and stuff. It's like, I, I, I I personally have never been swayed. You know, sometimes I'll read an article or something that's interesting, but I can tell you for sure that I'm going to shut down any time I read somebody's post that's like so... Yes. One side or the other. Yes. You know? Well, and that's where you have to have a circle of people in your life that you really do. You know their background. You know what they believe, and you know that they're stable people. Yeah. And those are the people that, if you really do need an outside opinion, you turn to them. Yeah. Not to somebody that you're just acquaintances with on the internet, but you don't ever see. Yeah. I mean, it's great that we can keep in touch with all these people but when I'm looking for somebody to really speak into my life, I want to know that they have a relationship with God and that they're coming at it with godly wisdom. Right. Very. Oh gosh, that's so good. Right. And we, we need to be careful, not just reading everything exactly what you're saying that we're coming across, you know, and that just may mean an unfollow or something because for me, that stuff sticks in my head. Yes. Even if I just read a clickbait title of an article, it kind of will implant in my mind sometimes like, Oh, is that Mm -hmm. a possibility? You know? Yes. Um, whether I've done any further investigation on it. Or not, I'm seeing it. So, one of the things I've been thinking about is, um, you know, for me as a response is when I see people posting things, whether I agree with it or not, to just like, instead of commenting, take that second to just stop and pray for them. Oh, that's good. You know, that is so good. Just stop and say, God, will you give them your wisdom? And you know what? I think about Jonah in that regard because Jonah had this hatred for these people of Nineveh. You know, we don't know, I don't, the, the book doesn't tell us the backstory. I'm sure some commentary out there has it. Yeah. But I think that um, if he <laughs> had stopped to pray for them, oh, yes. I mean, would that have changed the whole course yeah. of the story? Yeah. Because it really does mean that you have to take a moment of humility yeah. to go, do I love them as a person, as God's creation, as someone that God can redeem? That's right. Can I stop and pray for them? Or right. do I just want to see them suffer and be miserable? Right. 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 Well, and, you know, at, at t- coming back to Jonah too, I think the other thing that's pivotal for me is when I remember what he's done for me. When I remember that God has offered me grace and compassion and loving kindness. You know, I don't know how Jonah missed that. I don't know how he couldn't see that God had offered that to him and he wanted it ha- for others to have it. Yes. But when I remember that I'm a sinner who needs Jesus and that he's given me all that I need, it does help me to be more compassionate towards others. Well, and I was thinking about um, in episode one, when we were talking about pandemic and the definition of pandemic is that it's broad and sweeping and worldwide. There's something else that also fits all those definitions. That's the gospel. Yes. It's broad. Yes. It's sweeping. Yes. It's worldwide. Yeah. So instead of seeing this as a divisive thing, we see this as a uniting thing yes. that I can spread Jesus's love and gospel, even with people I disagree with. Oh, that's so good. I love it. Um, the other thing I have here in my notes mm-hmm. that I wanted to make mention of, because I just see this all the time and maybe it doesn't fit, fit into the flow of our conversation, but it's just kind of a side note I have got to put out there. We have got to stop with the junk news stuff Mm -hmm. that we haven't checked out, that we haven't investigated. We have got to be, we have got to have a more critical eye on what we are taking in, you know? Yes. And so don't click on an article that's from Bananagramsnews.com. Yes. Like that's not a reputable news site. Well, and you know how to do this. So tell our listeners, like, how do you know, like if I click on an article and it takes me to their website, how do I know that that's not a reputable? reputable website well I think uh well Rebecca says that I know this I I was a journalism major and so I took journalism ethics class and stuff I mean I think really we're all in a a misinformation age so it's a really hard time right now to receive news anyway when you do have reputable news sources you know like major newspapers and major uh I I don't want to necessarily even name any because people have such strong feelings about these but you know the major corporations um those people are being checked and a little bit more than just some blogger in their house putting out random stuff right because nobody's checking that and so you need to make sure that you're 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 following somebody who you know They are checking their sources. They have legitimate sources. They're citing where they got their information and things like that. Right. Uh, Because this is a time when anybody can turn on a camera and video themselves with their random opinion. That anybody can write an article, right? Yes. And so it just gets so hard. And so before you click on, and we're in a clickbait. Yes. place too where yes. it's like they've got this catchy article and you're like oh what I know for me I get something in my inbox sometimes that like lists some different articles and like the title if it sounds kind of even if it sounds far-fetched or weird I'm yeah. like oh I want to know more about that right but as soon as you get there you're like what am I reading no <laughs> if you scroll to the bottom of the article and there's like this healing potion for blah, blah, blah <laughs> ad and stuff. Okay. You went the wrong Turn place. Yes. <laughs> you know, Yes, that is all a bunch of clickbait. Yeah. So I just, I, you know, that's my hope with opinions is that we're just a little bit more selective with the information that we're taking in because it does affect us. So, um, and, and that we can ask God for wisdom. Yes. He is the one. I mean, he sees all of this. He knows the whole thing. He he knew from the beginning that this pandemic would happen. That's he right. knew how he wanted to use it. He knows how it will end, God yes. willing. Yes. And so, you know, we can trust him with it. Yes. So one of the things that uh, we really want to do with this podcast is something that we get to do, Rebecca and I, as we teach women and we do our gather groups, is we like to have one thing. You know, as we talk about a topic, what is the one thing that, you know, after thinking about this, what do you want to walk away with that you can implement? Implement in your life, because so often we hear something good and we're like, dang, I could do five things out of that. And then we don't do anything, right? Yes. And then we're like, oh, I didn't yeah. do nothing. Yeah. Because we had so many good ideas. Yes. So we just, we want to always end every episode just talking about what is the one thing that, you know, kind of stood out to either one of us, of, of kind of how we want to implement it this week. So tell me, what is your one thing? Okay, so um, it was funny when you were talking about the Karens of the world. This, My <laughs> kids are obsessed with this right now. They The, like, Karen, the Karen idea? Yes. Yeah. They love the videos. They love the memes. They love it all. And it's so funny when my kids come to me and they're always like, Mom, do you know what this is? It's like I feel like they're asking me if I'm like in the know or like <laughs> old and like decrepit. And I'm like, yes, I know what that is. Uh-huh. You don't have to tell me what that is. There are other things they have to tell me, but it almost feels like you're saying that now those are the Jonas of the world, right? Yes. Like the ones that you're like, oh my goodness, how could you even think that that's a good idea? Like, stop that. These Jonah haters. These Jonah haters. Yeah. So I feel like one of the things that you said, um, that I have never thought of before is to stop and pray. Mm. But for someone that maybe I see on social media feed or even in the news, like, because you know, I watch the news. There are so many times that I look at these people on the news and I think you are just ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. Have I prayed for them? Yes. Right? No, I have not. It's, and I feel it, it's such a connection to me with Jonah that he had such hatred for these people that God desired to redeem, Mm -hmm. that it's almost like Jonah felt there was not enough room at the table for everybody to pull up a chair. Yeah. And so, instead of offering them that grace, he wanted them to suffer. Yeah. And and am I that same way in my life that I would uh, look at some of these people that are just they're distracted. Yeah. They don't know. They yeah. need someone to to show them the truth. Yeah. That I would say there's not enough room at the table mm, for them. No. Good. I want to pray for them. Yeah. And no, they may not change their mind. They may still have this information, but. It changes my heart because I've said, I want to pray for you. Yes. Yes, it does. It changes our heart. Yes. Selfishly, it does. And it and it releases God's power into the world. And that's yes. what we need more than anything right now. Yes. Okay, well, that's going to do it for our episode today. Thank you so much for joining us, moms. Hey, don't forget to subscribe so that you do not miss a single episode. And we would love to connect with you um, in our personal spaces online. So you can follow Rebecca on Instagram at the Rebecca Bradford. Yep. And you can find me, Kate, at Kate Henderson on Insta. We would love to keep up with you. And we will see you next time.